0: Hey, Dog speak uh, Geeks, we are here today. I am so excited about this. We've already been chatting for like 30 minutes, and <laughs> we haven't even mm-hmm. hit the re- re- more button. Um, I have Rita Hogan on today, and I am so excited. She's a canine herbalist. Uh, Rita, say hi to all the listeners. Hi. Uh,
1: my name, <laughs> hi. My name is Rita, Rita Hogan, and I am a clinical canine herbalist, and I have known Nikki for a very long time, right? Yeah, yes. I mean, it's yes. what we're, it's been we're like. Showing our age. 2005.
0: <laughs> I think even before that.
1: God, I think it was right it after I even moved. Before that, I moved to Tennessee. I I found out who you were because I can't remember why. But
0: well, you had you had a really nice boarding facility. I did. I loved it. Um, and you were way outside of Nashville. It was. Um, but you would come into Nashville and pick up the dogs. And it was was it not one of the first cage free? It
1: was. And people told me I would never get anyone to drive out to my house, which took an hour um, for an interview. And uh-huh. I was booked beyond capacity for 12 years. So um,
0: yeah, it was amazing.
1: Uh, note to self, don't listen to the naysayers, folks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> them to stick it. Better. Don't tell me I can't do something.
0: Yeah, because then you're just going to do it. Yeah,
1: except if you t- uh, ask me to be a firefighter, I'm going to fail miserably. That's not something I can do. So
0: You know what? I've, I worked at an animal um, control for three hours one day and walked to the office and said, nope, can't do this. This is not where my heart is.
1: <laughs> no, I, I could never do that. I'd be crying all day long.
0: It was terrible. Yeah, I was like, "I no, I can't do this. This is not for me. Thank you. Yeah, so, I can't compartmentalize um, like that. No way. Uh-uh. I can now, but not then. So, yeah, once I was doing search and rescue and recovery, you turn you kind of learn to, to, to just put it off to the side. Uh, but, yeah, I was. And then when you moved, I was really sad. Um, and you're in Washington state, correct? Yes, I'm in Olympia, Washington. OK, okay good. So because I was like, love it. I was thinking Oregon, Washington's all there together. Two hours,
1: two hours to the border of Oregon
0: sweet would love to come visit up there but you have just been like you said the last 20 years you've been practicing yeah I started in
1: uh so it's 2000 and well it's basically 2023 so I started Mm -hmm. in 2003 making products for dogs and selling them around Nashville and I was doing that pug rescue at the time remember uh Mm -hmm. rescued 332 pugs Go. That's right. Um, and, uh, I, you know, w- used a lot of herbal medicine on those, on those pugs really got my start with, you know, I just noticed that with the kennel free boarding, you know, people would, uh, uh, people would give me their bag of pills and their kibble. And then they would tell me how horrible their dogs were acting and, you know, and lots of dogs just, they, they weren't thriving. They were sick and, and anxious and stressed out and, um, I started noticing patterns and so I decided to become a full-time canine herbalist. And, um, I've been in full-time clinical pack practice for, oh God, um, close to 10 years. Um, and then, you know, part-time practice since 2003, you know, all my almost home pet farm dogs turned into my first clients and, and, you know, did so well with them. And, um, and then just went from there. So it's been really awesome. And then I just, uh, yeah. I just sold, um, my business partner and I just sold, or my old business partner and I, uh, just sold farm dog naturals like two years ago. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Wow, oh, I thought you still had it. No. Oh, nope. Well, God, look that. That was on my notes. I know. Owner of farm dog. Naturals. Nope. Nope. Oh. Nope.
1: Now, and now I actually have to pay for my own formula. So. <laughs> I carry them in my store and have to pay for them. And I'm like, this kind of hurts. I I don't, you feel
0: horrible. You should have made something in the, in the contract that you're, you know, you got to stick with some cheaper prices. I still can't believe I have to pay for my own formula. It's crazy. I could
1: make it myself, but I, I don't have the time. So I just pay for it. You don't
0: Mm know. No, you don't have the time because you are super, super busy. You are writing, you are teaching, you have your own podcast um, I have to tell you, so I took the nutrition course on dogs, natural magazine, and one of the courses on there that I wanted to take was using herbs, um, with dogs. And I started it and I had no idea that you were one of the instructors. And I was like, Oh, it's Rita. Ooh. <laughs> I know her. <laughs> yeah. I was the only instructor on was... in that course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I was like, um, nope, this is too much for my brain. I can't do it. <laughs> I,
1: you know, and uh, Nikki Aries don't do well with video training. Did you know that? <laughs> do we not? No. Okay, good. Not that well. It's very overwhelming. Actually.
0: It, it, it was a little, I was like, this is a lot. And I just, I don't know if that's the one, an area I need to specialize in. So I've decided I'm just not gonna, and we're just going to start sending people to you well, and your colleagues. It's true. But to I, get my help book's with coming out
1: next year in the fall. And Yay. you're just going to take that book and
0: you're going to flourish. Oh, all right. I like that. Right? Yeah. I like that. The book okay. will help all you. Right. It,
1: will, it, will, it will help you and you can read it in small increments. <laughs> and it'll have a lot of protocols in there and like the herbs that I use the most in my practice and how to use them according to, for canines and kitties. Don't worry. The kitties will be included. And good, um, good. and uh, it, will be, it will just, it will help you a lot. A lot. Okay. I'm excited. I know. I'm excited about that. I'm excited. I want a signed copy. I want a signed copy. You will copy. get a signed copy. I'm going to be, do- okay. uh, I think Nashville is going to be one of my stops on my book tour. Really? I think
0: so. Oh, guys, listeners, we will let you know if you're local, we'll let you know when that's going to Doug be. Doug the Pug that's lives in excited. Nashville. Yes, Doug the Pug I am does Doug the Pug's
1: herbalist and have been for the last eight years.
0: Yay!
1: So Doug and I, I are going to do... It all connects. Do, yeah, it all connects. Doug, the pug, and I are doing... Um, we're probably going to be doing a book signing together, Doug and I. Oh, he does his little so paw, good. and I'll use my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I love Doug. He's great.
0: He's just Doug is great. Uh, yeah. Uh, that is hilarious. Um, this is... You know, a lot of people are probably sitting here going, okay, we're like five minutes in this episode, and what the fuck does a canine remember <laughs>
1: I will tell you what I do Um, you know (laughs) lots of people laugh they're just like you know like dogs can have an herbal yes so I most of the time I usually get people after the fact that the vets cannot help them I work with a lot of holistic vets and a lot of regular vets Um, so you know I do do that but um, I help people have a dog that flourishes that that really um, works from a preventative healthcare mindset, and also the dogs that are in a bad way, that need help, that owners just can't figure out why it's not working, like what's not working, and so then I help them as well. So I don't heal disease because I'm not a doctor. Um, I'm an herbalist, but I help balance out problems inside the body, and um,
0: and I'm good at it. So. I toot my horn. I'm tooting it. Uh, you know what? You should toot your I'm horn. I'm if, tooting. If I tooted my horn, I'm afraid it would blow somebody's eardrums.
1: Uh, you should toot your horn. You are you are one of the best <laughs> behaviors I have ever met in my whole life. And I can still say that to this day. And it's been, it's been a long time.
0: That is so sweet. And y'all, I didn't even pay her for that. No, it's
1: true. I'm and sorry. She's even doing she this for free today. I'm doing it for free. But I'm not just saying that. I tell everybody like, call Nikki. That's Ivy. very sweet. Call Nikki. Ivy. Thank you. Dog speak 101. Dog speak 101.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that so very much. But you know, to continue to be good at what I do, I have to be able to provide my clients with things that are sometimes outside the box. And we have a kind of a, an out of the thinking, you know, box veterinarian here who does more of kind of Chinese herbs and acupuncture that we really work with Mark closely. Smith. Um, no, actually, it's Dr. Neely North of Nashville Holistic Vet, and I've been dying to get her on here. We've been trying all year, but she is so busy. Well,
1: you should write um, that number name down for me because I don't know who she is, and I need to.
0: I will absolutely send you that info because I think y'all would be best friends. I mean, it would you, totally it would be so good. Um, she's phenomenal. Like she has really helped out several of our clients, and one of our our uh, Amanda, our puppy specialist. Our puppy development specialist takes Clark there um, every month, and he had all kinds of issues with his belly and um, and those type things. So she's really fantastic, and I just think that that we need to have we need to have other resources to give to our clients when we run into kind of a wall and say, you know, this is as far as I go, this is as far as I know, this is um, you know, I don't know much about herbs at all, especially with the, I mean cooking. I'm not sure what goes with what. I accidentally put thyme on my pizza crust the other day. You do not want to use thyme. No, your pizza you don't. Crust. I thought it was oregano. And it wasn't. No,
1: you don't. It that's going to be a pizza. That's going to be a very bitter pizza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so I definitely have no clue about herbs with dogs. What, what, are, what, what would you say is the most common issue you run into where people are saying, Rita, please help me?
1: Common. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) I I would definitely say, uh, you know, arthritis is common. Uh, Stomach problems, uh, dogs being what people refer to as allergic to everything, which is not really a true allergy, but it's a sensitivity. Um, uh, You know, I am a holistic herbalist, so I deal with the root cause of things. And so, you know, a lot of people are stuck in that really pharmaceutical mindset, which is, you know, what's a good herb for arthritis? Well, what a... What, you know, this may be a good arthritis herb. let's just say turmeric. Okay. Turmeric's a really good herb for arthritis if your dog is not warm. Um, and then if they are warm, then rose hips is a good alternative to turmeric. But it, it depends on your dog as an individual. So um, and, you know, that's what my book is about. So to get people to I get thinking it. more in plant language versus pharmaceutical language, which, you know, we've been conditioned to. And it's it's just it's not your fault. It's just what we've been living in. And a lot of, you know, a lot of dog owners are getting really frustrated and realizing that, you know, a lot of the pharmaceutical kind of medicine is not fixing the issue at all. Uh-uh. And so I like to try to get down to the root problem, but arthritis, huge. Um, I would say yeast and leaky gut, you know, where the, the uh. gut leaks into the gut contents leak into the bloodstream and cause a whole bunch of problems. Um is another like big one, but that also leads to, you know, arthritis and assimilation problems and constipation and diarrhea. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it has, a, it has a whole cornucopia of symptoms that go along with it. Um, anxiety and stress. And that's a huge one right now, especially for the last three years uh, in this uh, debacle of a situation we've been in, um, which we will not be mentioning on this episode of Nikki's podcast. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> um, but it has been very stressful. And I have to tell you that when the debacle started, I thought I was going to be not have a job. I thought, well, you know, I'm not going to have a job. And um, no, it was the busiest year of my entire life. And it has been ever since. And one of the things that I can say that has been horrible for people is stressed out dogs because we have been so stressed out and they live, dogs are our mirrors They share our vibration. They share our stress. If you don't think so, um, you need to reconsider that one because um, if you are stressed, they are stressed and they can smell your stress as Nikki can confer. They can smell your fear. They can smell your stress. They know you're stressed out even before you walk into the house. So de-stress in the car. (laughs) Don't try to (laughs) de-stress at the front door because they know they're waiting there. They can (laughs) smell it. And, um, I think, and then now people are going back to work and they've been around for so long. So it's causing more stress for dogs because they can't figure out like, wait a minute, you've been around for like the last three years. This has been the best. And now I'm sitting here twiddling my paws and I need some, you know, brain, uh, activity games because I am going crazy. And so I, I definitely stress and anxiety, fear, fear, um, Those are big ones that people like people have a really hard time with because it's hard to see your dog suffering.
0: Yeah, I mean, the amount of dogs that I'm seeing that I am recommending medication for um, is more than I have ever done in 26 years. And I really want us to be able to find ways to help these dogs without the pharmaceuticals um, with all the side effects and, um, and issues that come along with that. So I think that giving people the option to say there's more than, than that there's, there's more out there than what is, you know, a bu- in, in the billion dollar industry, because let's be real, it, it's a truly a billion dollar industry. And what I am seeing a lot of times I'm seeing these dogs getting medication just to deal with symptoms, um, just to kind of take the edge off, but not really dealing with that root cause. And, and with, with behavior, I have to get to the root cause. We're not fixing, um, external behavior. We're getting to the root cause. That external behavior is very simply, um, a puzzle piece to what's going on deeper. One thing that you said, and I know that my listeners are probably still thinking, what does that mean? You said, if your dog is a warm dog, can you explain to people what you mean? Yeah, by that?
1: So, um, Herbal language, plant language, is based on a system of energetics, uh, and it it has every every like alternative methodology, like traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurveda. Those are two like pe- that mo- a lot of people know, and then Western herbalism, which is what I practice. Um, we all have a system of energetics. Do they coincide? Not always. No, <clears throat> because um, with different cultures, the way that they look at, for instance, bitter is a completely different definition definition of bitter in Western um, herbalism. And that's not to be misconstrued with Western medicine. Um, but Western herbalism has a different definition of bitter than, say, Chinese medicine. So it, it doesn't kind of, it can't be, it's kind of like translating Spanish to English. You know, if you hmm. try to yeah. translate it word for word, you're going to miss out on everything. You're not going to learn the language, you know. <clears throat> so it's kind of like that. But for me, I work on a system of energetics and it it's deals with um, dogs being warm or cool and dry and damp. And so um, I just try to start with warm and cool and dry and damp are more advanced, but, but warm and cool. And basically it's easy. Um, it can get complicated, but the gist of it is just how does your dog deal with heat? So in, in the winter time, does it seek out heat? Does it lay in front of the fire and bake itself? Okay, a warm dog is never going to do that. Maybe five minutes and then they're done. Or maybe two minutes and then they're done. They're going to go seek out like a cool tile floor. A warm dog doesn't like to be covered up. They sometimes don't even like, depending on if they're like hot, they don't even like to snuggle for very long. They're like, oh, you know, stay away from me. I got to go sit over here. I'm, I'm sweating. And um, so... For me to to figure out if a dog is warm and cool, I really do look at how they deal with heat. Do they lay out in the sun during the summer? Do they just like love it? and You got to force them to come in. That's a cool dog. A warm dog's not going to do that. You know, you're not. I'm warm, and you're not going to see me out basking in the sun for for an hour. I'll be sweating within 20 minutes. I'll need a. I'll see need some type of umbrella, right? Um. Or I need to go in the water because I I'm sweating. I'm just I you know I'm, I'm dying over here. So like. <clears throat> That's the gist of it. How do they deal with that? Do they sleep under the covers or do they sleep on top of the covers? Or, oh, they're going to offend you and go sleep on the cool wood floor because they're warm. You know, I don't understand why my dog just won't lay with me. Might be too warm. That Okay. So that's kind of how that goes.
0: All right. That makes sense. Um, Because we, Isabella, um, she will go outside when it's 20 degrees. Um, And it's just too warm at 70 degrees here in the house. She wants to go lay on the ottoman at 20 degrees. And then our little man, he likes to sleep under the covers. So
1: yeah, so little man is probably cool. And (laughs) the other one is probably warm. And the way that works is it really helps you pick herbs that are more conducive for your dog and that won't aggravate your dog. Because when you give things that are energetically inappropriate for a consistent amount of time, it pushes your dog down the spectrum. And at each side of that warm and cool spectrum is hot and cold. And those are disease states. So that's where disease starts to happen. And you just don't want them to be really cold or really hot. And because those are like root problems of major problems, like hot, really hot dogs have more aggressive behavior because the liver gets hot and aggression comes from the liver. And so you see more in your face, loud barking, an inability to pay attention, um, just more forceful behavior where you have cold dogs where you're like, my dog will not get off the couch and it's not interested even in going on walks. Okay. Um, There's yeah. probably a lot of cold in there where it causes lethargy and just a disinterest in things. And uh you know, you have more fearful behaviors and things like that. So um, it just really helps you pick herbs that can help your dog versus hinder. And what happens is, um, and I'm, I'm going to throw you under the bus, Nikki. I'm sorry. Um, no, not uh, problem. Hey, okay, so Nikki <laughs> sent me a lovely email today that said, you know, hey, I might ask you a couple questions, and she asked mm-hmm. very allopathic questions, which were, "What good herb is good for arthritis?" Well, I was yeah. gonna. I'm so sorry, Nikki, but I can't answer that question because. And I f- what and I figured <laughs> what if, I don't you know how I am difficult. Um, yeah. What one herb is good, and the other word it's not and you know you get these you get these things where you get you see these 12 herbs for arthritis right and what happens mm-hmm. is is people don't know what to do so they give them all 12 herbs they give them all i'm going to get all of them and i'm just going to throw it at the wall and see what sticks right which you know can be effective but for you for you maybe but not so much for your dog mm. and so you just kind of want to get to know those herbs as an individual and i will tell you how to do that but get to know those herbs and see if what those herbs are doing and how they're expressing themselves kind of works at the opposite of your dog. So herbs work on the opposite of your dog. So if your dog is really warm, we want to cool them down. So we want to give cooling foods and cooling herbs. If they're really cool, we want to warm their core. So we want to give them warming herbs and warming foods. And so you kind of want to get to know that herb. You want to know what an herb is, but you also want to know what an herb isn't. So um, a lot of people will go put like, let's just say, let's just, uh, let's do turmeric again, okay? They'll put turmeric into <laughs> Google. Uh, turmeric for dogs, okay? You're going to get like WebMD. You're going to get like uh, Petco. You're going to get like these, these citations that, know nothing about herbs. How you look up an herb, get a pencil and a paper. I'm going to show you right now. I'm going to tell you, get your phone or whatever. This (laughs) is how you you look up (laughs) an herb online. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You put the word monograph, monograph, monograph,
0: monograph
1: behind that herb. So turmeric monograph. And then you might want to put the word herbalist just for fun. Because what happens is it's mostly the herbalists that are writing these monographs. And what they are is they're just an herbals, an herbs resume. And it tells you all about that herbs. It's going to tell you mo- if it's a good monograph, it's going to have the word energetics in it. It's going to tell you if it's warming or cooling or damp or dry. And you're going to get to know that herb like, oh, no, that doesn't sound like my dog. That's just that doesn't no that or oh that's not a very non toxic herb that's an herb that has a lot of cautions on it you know so you want to find the best herb for your dog and um there's a great herb book out right now it's called herbs for pets by Greg Trailford who's a mentor of mine um he's lovely but he it's herbs for pets and it's a great starter herbal that will give you like amounts it'll give you some information it has all the herbs in it are non-toxic, and he tells you if it's good for cats or dogs. Um, he doesn't tell you if it's warming or cooling. He might, but I don't think he does, but I'd have to go through it again. But that's a really good starter book for anyone interested in giving herbs to their pets. Um OK,
0: so do you do you think it's something that people can do on their own or should they really reach out to somebody like you? Because I am right now I'm like my brain is is overload and I'm in, I'm in heaven with it because I love to learn new things. But I also know realistically, my time is not as much as I want. It depends um, on what it, you want it for.
1: So I think that people are very I, I think they just need a little basic education, which that's why I'm writing my book. So I think that'll help a lot of people I because I, I, it has the details that people need like a lot of books are lacking detail and people are like, I need to know how much I need to know when to quit how do I know if it's working you know that can be very scary for people um I do consulting and I'm actually teaching I've been teaching forty women um canine herbalism for the last five years every single week they've been in Rita Yay. Hogan university it's been fabulous um <laughs> If it wasn't for them, that book would not be written. (laughs) like, ladies, you have helped me write this book. Um, Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, it can be really scary. And yeah, you can reach out to people. You can reach out to certain herbalists. You can get guidance. Um, Dogs Naturally Magazine is a great place. Uh, Adoredbeast.com is a good place for herbal uh, information on horses, dogs, and cats. But I think the biggest place to start with natural kind of healing is diet. I think that diet is, that is the place to start. And there's so many resources out there to help you get better nutrition for your dog. And I think that that is the number one place to start because you can add herbs to diets to help improve that diet. And um, you don't even have to kind of look at it as herbalism, you know, but nutrition. So a lot of the nutritional herbs that are digested by the stomach are can be added into to diets, or commercial diets sometimes add them in already, um, and you can kind of get started on that. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I mean, because we we are so about nutrition, and um, and I was going to do my advanced nutrition course, but again, didn't have really the time, so that's why we have Tiffany, um, who we consult with all the time on nutrition because it really is so important and. And we, for me, talking like aggression issues, we always would go to more of a cooling diet uh, to assist with things, but never really understood the deep details of that. And and then thinking beyond the nutrition of other herbs that you could use for that. And I know that personally, right now, being premenopausal just sucks. That's probably why every episode is explicit marked, because I might have a quick moment of a hot flash. <laughs> (laughs) And then fuck just comes out. Um, And I'm like looking and like, what can I, what can I do to help with this in my hormones? Are they even in line? And I'm going to see an acupuncturist that specializes in hormones because I'm like getting online and trying to do research for that literally is so overwhelming. I'm just like, screw it. I'll have hot flashes. I'll have night sweats. I'll just be grumpy as hell and just screw it because I don't know what else to do. I'll just drink more alcohol. And that's really helpful.
1: Yeah, it's totally because it's warming and it makes you have more hot flashes. It's wonderful.
0: It's a great. It's a great option to go to. It's right, but, like after a bottle of wine, I don't know why I'm having night
1: sweats. No, well, Nikki, I'll just be sending you a package and we'll get rid of those hot flashes. Don't you worry about that. Oh, Not that you'll be that that it, you'll be you'll be hot flash free in no time. Um. So, uh, I back to your question, like the you know, um what do I see the most of, you know, and diet, um, I diet can be scary for people as well, especially when, you know, someone may suggest, you know, giving up kibble, which I suggest to everybody and, you know, don't kill the messenger, but you know, nope, we do too. Kibble's a convenience <laughs> food and it yep. never met, was meant to be, except it's just convenient. And it's, it, what happens is, this is the biggest thing about kibble for me is one, you know there's a hierarchy of kibble you know there's like bottom of the barrel kibble and then there's you know some really good kibbles out there um in the kibble you know good for the kibble realm um but a fresh food diet is the the best diet out there um and it can be really scary too so you you want to figure out how you can transition your dog to f- fresh food and there's a lot of really good commercial diets out there that that are you know raw or lightly cooked or um freeze-dried or dehydrated, you know, that are convenient but give you more nutrition. Um the 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 interesting thing is is that the kidneys. So the kidneys control fear. Okay? They also control the musculoskeletal system. And as you know, fear can be a big issue in dog training. And Egg. so if someone comes to me with fear problems, I can guarantee to get rid of them. Um, I don't think there's ever been a dog. I haven't been able to get rid of their fear problems, but it's not by dealing with the fear. It's actually by treating the kidneys and getting more moisture to that kidney and making sure the kidneys are filtering the blood correctly. Because what happens is, is heat starts to build and with kibble, um, it robs the body of moisture because you're you know even dogs who drink a lot of water along with their kibble um, the body is supplying so much moisture and if it, it has to get it somewhere so it steals moisture from systemically like throughout the body to deal with with digesting that kibble. Um, it also is really hard on the pancreas because so much digestive enzymes are needed and if you feed kibble, you want to make sure, that you are giving your dog a digestive enzyme with every single kibble meal because it's lacking enzymes, and that leads to protein sensitivity where you get a dog that, you know, you know, my dog was fine with, with beef, and now he can't eat beef, and he was fine with chicken, and now he can't eat chicken. That is a digestive enzyme problem, and you need those digestive enzymes so that your dog's stomach can break down that kibble, can break down all of the proteins into amino acids before – they get into the small intestine cuz if if non broken down proteins that they, they 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 don't get broken down like small enough that's where you get the immune system in the liver going there's a pathogen here even though it could be like broccoli there's a pathogen because it's too large and we have to kill it and then you get the immune system marks turkey chicken beef whatever pro you know pro there is protein in broccoli anything that has a protein in it it will it for termination like the terminator like the terminator right <laughs> terminator. and then when your dog eats that substance again it turns on that immune system and so that's what we don't want and digestive enzymes will help with that so kibble equals digestive enzymes um but uh another thing with kibble feeders is you want to up that bowl you want to up that nutrition If you can't, if you're not ready to add fresh food, there's a great little company called Green Juju. Green Juju. Juju. They make all of these wonderful fresh food additives um, for foods to up the bowl, like to give some fresh food nutrition in that bowl. Or there's like, there's toppers that are available, things that just add like fresh food into the diet. And a lot of those, some of those are herbal based. Um, It just depends on uh, the company, but there are some really good choices out there. Um, But let's just, you know, let's just go over a couple of herbs that I feel could be of benefit to your listeners.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Um, One of these er uh, herbs is wonderful because the rabies vaccine is required by law. And Mm -hmm. it affects (laughs) dogs' behavior immensely. So one of these uh, herbs is called skullcap. And you're going to want to use a liquid skullcap. It's not really good as a dried herb. Um, It helps with the effects of the rabies vaccine in the body. It helps with dogs that are aggressive. It helps with agitation behavior. Um, It helps calm the nervous system. It's great for those dogs that are always on on. They're ready to go all the time. You know, um, they live in a a fight or flight situation, which is not good for their digestion. It's not good for their nervous system. It's, it causes early aging. So skullcap is one of those herbs that can be given. um, It can be given long term. uh, It can be given daily. And it really does calm everything down. Now you're not going to see it overnight. But Within like four to six weeks of of regular uh, ingestion of skullcap, you're going to see a whole new level of like having access to their what's called their vagus nerve and their parasympathetic nervous system, which is controlled like it's the opposite of fight or flight, which is it gives your dog the ability to relax, to digest um, and calm down. So that one is a really good one for anxiety, um, another good one, this helps support the kidney, um, is called nettle. And a lot of people are familiar with nettles because they sting. Uh, like out in the wild, if you're a mm-hmm. hiker, you know what a stinging nettle is. You know not to touch it or you're going to be in pain all day. Yeah. <laughs> but yep. that, when you dry that herb early on in the springtime, it really helps the kidneys. So you can give nettles as a tea. You just make a tea with them. And steep it until it's green. And then you pour it on the food about a quarter inch in the bowl, quarter inch in a dog size appropriate bowl. That means that a Chihuahua is eating out of a small tiny bowl and a Lab is eating out of a bowl that is bigger than his snout. So dog appropriate size bowl, quarter inch of tea, twice a day throughout the winter time is a lovely time to do nettles. And it's winter right now. I don't know when this... Episode is coming out, but if it's still winter, next week, yeah, it's perfect time <laughs> so it's to do nettles. Still winter, yeah, because <laughs> this is the time where you get CCL tears. You get there's more CCL tears in winter time than any other time uh, of the year because this is the kidney time, kidney rules the bones, it rules the winter time, and this is where you get more urinary tract infections. Uh, which is a huge one that people seek me out for. Urinary tract infections, you get more bladder infections, you get more incontinence, you get more aching, moaning, and growing. Like if your dog moans and groans when it lays down, kidney imbalance. The kidneys need attention. Or if they shake in the back end, or if they have weakness in the back end, that's kidneys. So um, right now, I really take a preventative approach, all dogs should be on some type of kidney regimen in the wintertime. And nettles is a perfect one to add for three months. And then you just stop. And then in the springtime, we move on to the liver, which is another episode that Nikki and I will be happy to, to give to you.
0: I am like, I am geeking out right now. I love to geek out. I'm like, I'm like trying to make all these notes. And I'm like, what? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I, yeah, well, I'm geeking, geek. Th- and now and I'm thinking about all my clients. And I just had a client that had to cancel last week because her dog had to be rushed to the vet, UTI. And I'm like, okay, so now I'm thinking about all these different UTI. things. And, like, and that's
1: the thing, like, you need to be prepared for UTI so your dog doesn't have to go on antibiotics. Um, yes. Uh, UTI, um, I'm not going to get, like, totally nerdy with the herbs because it'd be too difficult, but I'll tell you, a really good, like, just basic UTI protocol is a tincture called uh Kidney Gold by Pet Well Being we'll just use a formula that's already out there in the world Kidney Gold by Pet Well Being Easy Peasy by Adored Beast Easy Peasy and Easy peasy. Adored Beast uh colloidal silver those 3 will get rid of a UTI Wow So without antibiotics Antibiotics create more UTIs. That's the unfortunate part about them. Uh, You could set a timer and within six months, your dog will probably have another one. So that's why you have to get to the root cause. And kidney imbalance is um, the root cause of a urinary tract infection. And, um, uh, you know, the next one we could move on to real quick is arthritis. Because you're going to get more arthritis in the wintertime. Now the nettles are going to help with the arthritis. Um but arthritis is a big thing because pain and inflammation is, you know, it's real. It's real. And um CBD is good. You know, uh CBD is good. Uh I carry like three types of CBD in my store um And uh but um <laughs> CBD is good and but you know, that's a, a kind of a blanket one. It it is CBD is slightly warming, but it's pretty good for every dog except for a dog who's like super hot. Um, but uh, for pain and inflammation, uh, if your dog is cool, that means if they love sitting by the fire, they soak up any heat they can get, they love to lay in the sun. Um, turmeric is really good. Uh, green Juju has a, a like a turmeric a fermented turmeric that they sell it's absolutely wonderful it k- takes all the guessing out uh it's whole plant it's lovely i highly recommend that one for starters for people who are beginning um turmeric is excellent and then if your dog isn't like cool they're warm rose hips uh organic rose hips powder uh lovely 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 to add to the food you can just add it to their food um I'll give you the dosages for the rose hip powder, because why not? So if you have a little teacup dog, just a little tiny baby dog, an eighth or a 16th of a teaspoon, that is super tiny. That's like a teacup wow. chihuahua. That's what I call an extra small dog. You know, yeah. the pocket <laughs> oh, yeah. dogs, right? And then we have a, a, a small dog. That's, I would say, a small dog is a 10 to 20, 22 pound dog, like a pug, mm-hmm. a, a well-weighted pug. Not a, not yes. a chubby, a well-weighted pug, pug. A non-kibble-eating <laughs> pug. Um, uh-huh. Because, I'm sorry, but kibble-fed dogs are, a lot of them are fat She's dogs. Overweight. Overweight dogs. But it's not their fault. Um, and it's not your fault either. So, uh, you know,
0: it should be good. to Just keep listening to us and we'll just keep educating That's right. you guys. It's
1: baby steps. That's it. It's baby steps. That's and it. never go down the self-blame rabbit hole. It's a terrible place to be. That's right. I've been there for months at a time. Just, <laughs> I'd say just don't do it. But. Um, no, don't. So that would be, I would say like, um, a quarter of a teaspoon. And then we got a medium dog. You're talking about like a spaniel or, or a corgi, um, or like a, a small bulldog, um, <laughs> half a teaspoon and then a golden retriever, three quarters of a teaspoon. And then a big dog, uh, you could do a, te- a teaspoon, a couple teaspoons and you just, that's where you start. And then you may have to, you may have to increase it. You can always increase, but you can't decrease. So I always start out slow and work my way up. Um, rose hips and turmeric are very non, non-toxic. non So you don't have to worry about giving like there are, you can give too much, but you just want to start out slow and, and just your work your way up slowly and see where that, where you start seeing the benefit. Um, those are really good. One thing I can tell people, um, there's a really good remedy. It's called mountain pine. And I sell it in my store. It's called a phytoembryonic therapy. And that's plant stem cells. That's a little advanced. However, that remedy, <laughs> it's called Mountain Pine Gemotherapy. G-E-M-M-O T-H-E-A-R-P-Y. Gemotherapy. You can Google that. You can find it on Amazon. It's called Mountain Pine or Pinus Montana. Pinus Montana. Um
0: Honest.
1: that is Fancy such an excellent replacement for ibuprofen. So if you have a dog really? that does agility, if you have a dog that gets really stiff in the winter, if you have a dog that you think is having pain and inflammation, that remedy is so awesome. And it's nice and neutral, so it can be used for any type of dog. Um yeah, it is wonderful. It's a liquid extract, and I will tell you the dosages. Extra okay. small dog, <laughs> extra small dog for a gemotherapy. Um, I would say between two and four dro- single little tiny drops that come out of the end of a dropper. Put it in a little tiny water and syringe in the mouth. Give it twice a day, and it can be give up. It can be given up to three times a day. Um, and it not. It's not just a pain reliever. It actually helps decongest and reconstruct the musculoskeletal system. It is amazing. And then wow. we have the pug-sized dog, small dog, which would be, I'd be between four and six drops. And then we have the Corgi spaniel-sized dog, the medium dog, which would be probably six to six to 10 drops, golden retriever, 10 to 15 drops, extra large dog, probably 20 to 25 drops. And, um... They taste really good, so they don't taste bad. And that one is really great, but it's a therapy. And when you look at the label, it'll say 1 colon 200. So 1 to 200. That that way you know you're giving the right remedy, the remedy I'm talking about. And it's, um, like I said, I sell it in my store, but you can also Google it. And there's a company called Unda that sells it. And there's a company, uh, they call it under the label of called, it's just called gemo. Um, but that one is an excellent anti-inflammatory, and people are lo- always looking for anti-inflammatories without any side effects. Yes. And um, yes. that one definitely, um, I've never even, I've never encountered a dog that was sensitive to it. Um, it just works fabulous. I use it all the time, because, you know, I'm 51 now. Hello. There it I use it, I always take, I always have it in my bag when I go hiking, because I've had a, a back injury when two Great Danes slammed in me when I... When I was boarding dogs Ooh. and that injury, um, a mountain pine is just, it just completely took that kind of pain and inflammation away in my lower back. Um, but I always keep it on me in case I get a little twinge and wow. it, in it, it, I would say it's doing things inside the body, right. That, that have some permanency, but it's also going to provide that pain relief and it does it for about, I'd say it lasts between four and five hours. And then you give another dose, but it's really great.
0: We're going to link your uh, shop in the show notes because you guys need to buy your shit from her. Well, you don't have to.
1: (laughs) No, I think you should. Yeah. And um, let's see, we had arthritis, right? So those are three really good arthritis remedies. But another one is nettle seed, nettle seed, S-E-E-D. I carry that in my store. That one is harder to find. I make it myself. Um, nettle wow. seed. So the seed is really good for dogs that have kidney issues. But it also is my one of my number one remedies for fear. So like thunderstorms, um, being hating going to vet, like really bad fear, separation, sep angst, true, true sep angst, not a lot of people, right. as you know will say, oh, my dog has right. separation anxiety. Be careful how well, you talk like about not. your dog, for one thing. <laughs> Be careful how yep. you talk about your dog. Number two, um, as you know, as you teach, yep. real yep. separation anxiety has a set of, of unique symptoms. But so fake separation anxiety and real separation anxiety <laughs> can, can really help with um, with nettle seed. And the cool thing about nettle seed is only a little tiny bit is needed. And then you just give it for... I would say you give it for 12 weeks, and if you don't see a big difference in your dog at that time, then I would discontinue. Now, if you're feeding, I have to say it, Nikki, I'm so sorry, but know, if you're feeding okay. a food like pedigree or science diet or like
0: something from Mars, not this planet, and, but the company. Right, and, and, and any of my listeners better not be. Yeah, I'm just We've saying. We've enough on food. If you, that's
1: like shooting yourself, your dog in the foot, and then asking him to climb the mountain. Yeah. You know, that's gonna yep. it's those types of foods have so much sugar in them that they're it yep. hyper stimulates their, their nervous system. So it's really hard to get those dogs to calm down. But if you are adding nutrition, I'm not saying you can't feed kibble, but get get a high end kibble, high end kibble with low ingredients. Um if you're feeding you're you're giving digestive enzymes, you're giving a good kibble or a fresh food diet, um, nettle seed helps so much for those dogs that have Fear and anxiety. It is it is my number one fear and anxiety remedy. And if you looked it up, it wouldn't say for the nervous system. It's because mm. fear, fear, fear comes from the kidney. So um, nettle seed. And let me give you the dosages for that. Um, it's real easy. <laughs> Extra small dogs, you're going to do one drop. Uh, small dogs, you're gonna, still going to do one drop. You're wow. going to start with one drop twice a day. You can get up to two drops twice a day. Even three, but I like to start out with one. And then medium dogs, two drops twice a day. Uh, Large dogs, three drops twice a day. Extra large dogs, uh, three to four drops twice a day. And that's right in the mouth. Just drip it right in the mouth. Add it to a little water if it's hard to do that. Get a little like one milliliter syringe and just right in the mouth. If you can't get into your dog's mouth, drip it on a treat uh, and give it to them. But that makes it digested in the, the stomach and it doesn't work as well than when it goes into the mouth, but if that's
0: the only thing you can do, that's the only thing you can do. Um, what other thing we got, Nikki? Wow, that I'm like, I'm just my brain is just. I'm gonna need that book sooner than the fall, so you have to get on your. <laughs> I, I'm get hoping your shit that it's together. Be out by August.
1: I really, <laughs> my manuscript is due by April first, and I've been working like crazy on it without making me crazy, without making me crazy. Okay, good. Um, that's it. Good. And uh, I, I'm hoping that it's going to be out by August. But yes, that it will cover vicious. it will cover fear in the kidney. It will cover aggression in the liver, and it will crest. What the cool thing is is, um, in Western allopathic medicine, we look at all of our all of our systems in our body as separate. You know, we go see a heart specialist. Mm. We go see a, a a psychiatrist when our our brains are are unforgiving, and um, mm-hmm. you know, we go see a podiatrist when our foot hurts. Everything is connected, and that's what people need to understand. Uh, everything is connected in the body. So when the stomach is off, the liver is off. When the kidneys, when there's dryness in the body, the kidneys are probably suffering. When the liver is suffering, the kidneys have to work harder. When the kidneys are suffering, the liver has to work harder. And when people start to understand that all of this is connected, they can really get to the root cause of lots of issues easily. And, um, and the brain is not separate from the body it's affected by nutrition and nutrition is the most important thing because our cells need fed and our dog cells need fed. They need fed. They need phyto, phytonutri- nutrients. They need mm. sunshine. They need chlorophyll. Um, dogs have an innate relationship with plants. Way before we ever are doing it. Dogs have been around yeah. before we are. And you know, yep. it's, 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 they, they, their bodies are very conducive to plant medicine. And, um, and the biggest thing I think for anyone, the one advice I could give everybody is patience because we have been pharmaceutically conditioned. And the issue is, is we want it to change tomorrow. And sometimes when an herb is so well indicated, you do get that change within a week. Like you're like, oh, I've already seen a difference. Wow. That's not the norm. Okay. So you got to have patience because it's not a pharmaceutical pharmaceuticals force the body to react, they force it, and that's why they're so quick. Like blood pressure, give a blood pressure pill; that blood pressure is going down within probably thirty minutes. That does not—that's not how herbs work. And people expect that. Like, well, it didn't work. Yeah. Like, well, that's because you didn't give it give it long enough. You know. Um. So patience, I think, is the number one deterrent to herbalism. You got to be patient, and it—you have to have a plan. So if your dog is prone to UTIs, then you want a plan. You want you want to have on hand the things that you can do for your dog to treat a UTI. But here's the thing, and I will talk about this in my book, um, just because you got rid of that UTI does not mean that the root problem is gone. It There's a reason why your dog got a UTI, you know? Yeah. I mean- Some dogs don't like to go potty in the wintertime and they hold their urine, which, which makes the bladder, you know, have more time with bacteria. And then, you know, you get a bladder infection or a UTI because your dog's holding their urine. But besides that, like if you can pinpoint it to that, like, yeah, it's ever since Mm -hmm. she stopped peeing, you know, three times a day. Well, we got to get her out to go potty. I mean, that's, you know, but, um, and that could be a fear problem. Just saying, just, just putting an altar, just saying, just saying it, just saying it. I love it. But but, yeah, I mean, if it's not that people forget about the UTI and they act like everything's fine. Oh, the UTI is gone. Fine. No, those kidneys are not fine. We have to, we have to work on the kidney, the kidney health, and then we won't get any more UTIs.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing It's like we tell people with like nutrition, it's going to take some time to change the body system. Um, And for us dealing with behavior, nutrition is the number one thing I hit. And I'm, I'm all about that gut health. But for me, my brain has not gone past that. And, um, and that's why I love continuing education, because, I mean, this is some new information for me that I am now going to be going to the library and <laughs> picking up some books until yours is ready to try to, you know, <laughs> or maybe I think, I mean, I need to go back and take damn herbs class. Because I just feel like I'm missing out. I don't feel like I'm giving all my clients what I can. Well, I have a really um, good which course. Is why
1: I have a really good yeah. course called that's much that's that has audio, video, and reading <laughs> for any type of learning type. Because I will tell you, yeah? we are not the video learning type. It's just no, we're really it's not. not. I was like, I need a break. I, 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 oh my god, stop moving so much. I get caught stop. in what the person is doing. I'm like, they have something on their face. I can't get over it. I can't hear anything. I can't hear a word they just said. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's like, Oh my God, Rita, stop it. You're not here for that. But there is an, um, I have a, I have a course called, um, canine energetics. Okay. And it teaches you a, how to figure out your dog's energetics. Number two, what herbs are good for dogs that are cool dogs that are warm dogs that have too much moisture dogs that don't have enough moisture. Um, and that's a, it's a really simple one. You could actually do the course in the weekend Um, I'll be covering energetics in my book, but there's another book that, um, I'm looking over here. Where is it? It is called, um, oh, I don't know where it is, but it's called Holistic Anatomy. And that's a really good book to help you learn how everything's connected. Um, it's called Holistic Anatomy and, um, and it just goes through, like, you know, how these things are connected and and what happens. Like, for instance, um, well, not really, but there, there's another thing that's, like, really important for people to understand is, you know, like, probiotics. You know, people are always saying, oh, mm-hmm. give a probiotic, give a probiotic, give a probiotic. And you'll hear people like, you know, I gave all these probiotics and they never worked. Nothing worked, right? Well, the issue is, is that if your dog has ever had antibiotics, which... I don't think I've met too many that haven't. Um, Right. There's these little things in the gut called glycocalyx and IgA. And glycocalyx, when antibiotics affect it in a very negative way, and it decreases the amount of, of glycocalyx that your dog produces. And without glycocalyx, the little expensive little probiotics that you're purchasing cannot adhere to the gut wall. They can't do it. It's like you cut off their hands. Like their are glycocalyx hands, right? And antibiotics cut off their hands. And you have to get that glycocalyx up. You have to get it up. And then the IGA, but I won't go into that, but it's just, it's the same process. You have to get that glycocalyx up. And until you get the glycocalyx up in the gut, you can feed all of the probiotics you've ever wanted and they're gonna go right out in the stool body. They're gonna poop it out. And they're pooping your money right Right out into right the there, yard right there and shitting and, your money yes. away. So a good way to do that is this little beneficial probiotic. It's it's an honorary probiotic. It's not really. It's a oh. yeast, but it's called Saccharomyces boulardii.
0: Oh yeah, I'm not even gonna. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna, gonna try to. Y'all it. can look that shit up yourself because I'm Saccharomyces
1: <laughs> boulardii. Okay, but it is. I carry it in my store. Um, it is oh, perfect. <laughs> it is a beneficial yeast that you give for about six to eight weeks, then give your probiotics. And if it doesn't do it again, if if you stir not seeing like good quality results with your probiotic and probiotics should, you know, you should get a better coat, you should get brighter eyes, you should get a better stool, um, uh, less gut rumbling, things like that. You should see some improvements with a probiotic and A, patients give it time. But yeah. there's a lot of people that come to me like, you know, I've tried probiotics. They don't work. They, they do work. A lot of them do work. But you need good glycocalyx for that. And a lot of people don't realize that. And when you learn about how the anatomy is related, because the gut is the liver and the liver is the gut. and um, mm. And when you learn about that, you can really make huge, huge strides in your dog's health and preventative health as well.
0: I am just like, I am, I am so nerdied out right now. It's weird. Um, I just love it. I'm, I just love this stuff because I do think that I'm hearing things that I can help. I can use with my clients to help them get better results than just behavior modification. Um, and that is just huge. Now I know that a lot of people like me are sitting here thinking, okay, well, let's go back to turmeric because we've been using that one quite often. Well, I have some in my cabinet. Can I just use that? Um, for my dogs. So you wanna instead of in my chili or do we need to have something special? Um, so uh
1: one, if you don't want to get to like if you don't want to get to do it yourself, then I would go to Green Juju and get their turmeric. But if you got turmeric in the in the kitchen, like a turmeric root, you grate it and you mix it with an oil, like an olive oil, a fat, uh grass fed butter, um uh, MCT oil, which is medium train, tri- chain coconut oil. Um, this, right? yep. Yeah, something like that. Sorry. so oh, like that. That's a lot. It's a lot for my mouth. Uh, but um, um, oils help uh, turmeric absorb better because it has uh, some absorption issues. So you give it with an oil. You can make golden paste, although I don't use the pepper that's in a lot of the golden paste uh, recipes. Pepper's very hard on the gut lining. Um, Mm. So uh, even though we put it in like so much food, uh, pepper actually (laughs) uh, can make holes in the gut lining. And it's actually, um, it's really hard on the gut lining. But um, so I don't do the pepper, but I do do the oil. And and a really good resource out there is uh, Dogs Naturally Magazine. Like if Mm -hmm. you go on Dogs Naturally Magazine and, and type in an herb's name in their blog, You'll find a lot of uh, dosages that you can start out with. They have the uh, they have a golden pace article, a, a turmeric article. I don't don't think they have a rose hips article, but they have they have a lot of things for for people starting out. It's a really good resource. If you don't know about that resource, it's it's a great resource.
0: Yeah, I we, we use it ourselves. I mean, um, it's there's so much information on there. Um, it's just it's such a good resource. I, cause I, I'm, cause I'm thinking, you know, I've got all these things in the cabinet, um, but I would assume that not all herbs that are out there and available are going to be the same quality across the board, no. just like anything else. So I was thinking, I was thinking that with the probiotics, Yeah, like, um, you know, you may have tried probiotics, but did you get the dollar store probiotics? Yeah, no, or, no,
1: um, really good right? places for probiotics are, um, adoredbeast.com, um, sh- uh, that, uh, that the woman that owns that company, her name's Julianne Lee. And she is a, uh, she's a gut specialist. She's a gut expert. She's like, I would say she's one of the top experts on gut health in, in the world. Um, They have one, two, three, four, they have five different probiotics now. Um, and you know, with probiotics, it's diversity. So you just, you give one and then you you switch it out, you know, and then you switch it out and you you make sure that the gut is getting exposed to a lot of diverse cultures uh, of, of probiotics. And dairy is not a good source of probiotics. Just thought I'd put that out there. Dairy is highly inflammatory. Most of it's pasteurized and homogenized and your dog's body does not like it at all and will lead to inflammation. So don't use dairy as a probiotic source for your dog. Um, but uh, they have some really good probiotics. And then uh, Four Leaf Rover, they have some good probiotics there too. Um, those are like the two that I use the most of for probiotics. Yeah, it, I, I mean, I really haven't had to step out of those two companies. They just do such an amazing job with their with their research and their, their quality of, of product. They don't have any fillers in them and stuff like that.
0: Love that. Love that. I tell you, the information you have shared today is amazing, Um, and y'all know me, I'm not a loss for words um, ever, Uh, but I mean, just this information is so amazing, and and there's so many things, so many things I want to talk about. Um, Would you, will you come back? Of course, I'll come back anytime. Okay. Okay. Okay, yay. Um, Good, because I just think that this information is so important, and, and I know that, that my listeners are going to be so excited with some of these, um, some of this information. I'm going to put most of this stuff in the show notes. Um, I am not trying to spell that last one, um, but you just go to you can go to your website and get it, your store and your store. Um, and again, we'll put it in the website. I mean, in the show notes. Um, but it's just is canine herbalist. Yeah, so I have
1: canine herbalist, and that's a C A N I N E.
0: Canine, um, canine yep.
1: herbalist. Dot com I have canine herbalism. dot com. That's my my learning platform. I also okay. have a subscription group, uh, and then, um, for like you know, it's kind of like Facebook, but not on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. there's no censorship and stuff like that, which I just love. <laughs> you say you say the word virus. I, I, I say the word own, virus, and, and all of a sudden I'm blocked out and I wasn't even talking (laughs) about the debacle I was talking about like the debacle or something um anyways um uh I call it the debacle because I don't want to talk about it I'm done talking about it
0: I'm over I'm with you on that Yeah, I'm
1: done um so um (laughs) uh then I have uh dogs are individuals is my podcast um yep and then I have uh that's about it I think and then I have my book coming out next year
0: I am so excited about this book,
1: and I think I gave you. Did I give you my link tree, uh, link,
0: Nikki? No, is that like a tiny URL?
1: Well, no, it's <laughs> it's it's it is a. Um, it is from my social media coach. Just so you know, oh, I would have never right. ever came up with that on my own because you know I love that. She said I needed that. I needed that okay. because it's easy and it has all the links to all my stuff in one.
0: Oh link. well you'll need to so shoot me an email with that stuff and I will put that up as well in the show notes. That way we can find everything. I'm sending it to you That's in brilliant. the chat. Look at that. I, I Oh can... shit.
1: <laughs> Watch that. Watch <laughs> the that. Chat. There it is. It's in the chat. See,
0: look at that. And you That's can sign impressive.
1: up for uh, my book. You can sign up as interested in my book and you'll get notified when it's when it's available for pre sale.
0: Oh, y'all. This is awesome. And no, it is not self published So That's why I have to. Is it not?
1: That's why I have to wait so long. Okay.
0: See, I I self publish because nobody's like, "No, Nikki, we're good. You, (laughs) you just you do your own thing." I can't imagine the spelling Uh,
1: errors and the grammatical (laughs) problems I would have. It would be awful. That's that's why I have Brittany. See, you've got Nikki. I've got. (laughs) I don't have. I don't have anyone. I've got Heather. Yeah. You got Heather. She ships you know, but And she takes care of the store and I adore her for that. Oh,
0: that's fantastic. I know. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, yeah I, That's good. That's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And she takes care of our animals and stuff too, which I they would be neglected. See.
0: Well, that's what Brett does, right? So she takes care of all that. And see, look, guys, we need to make Heather really busy. So I need you to go to Rita's store and buy all your stuff. I'll give you a coupon. So that Heather Oh, would you yeah, like can give our listeners a coupon? Yeah.
1: Yeah, let's do a coupon. Yes. 15% awesome. off. Let's do it.
0: All right. Uh, and what, it's all caps, what do we want to use? All caps. All right. Natural dog, all one word. Natural, natural dog, all, all one, one word. word. All caps. Mm-hmm. Natural dog. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Look at that. Let's make Heather so busy that she can't even stop for dinner tonight. <laughs> Go us. Yes. <laughs> Go us. <laughs> You're welcome, Heather. <laughs> well, I tell you, this I this has just been amazing. And um I want to have you back. And um I'm in the meantime I'm going to read some books so that I have more questions and I can actually have more of a conversation with you about it cuz I will say this is this has been very fascinating. Very fascinating. And I think Tiffany would want to be on this too. She's going to love this episode. She's who we work with, with Canine Nutrition. Um, And she really gets in there deep. Uh, I love that. uh,
1: Tiffany should take my energetics course. It would help her nutrition. I think she should. Yeah,
0: I have a lot of nutritionists that that take it. And then they go. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I I have a lot of nutritionists. All right. So I'm going to, I'm totally going to be on that. So... This is exciting. Oh. Do you want to add anything else to finish and wrap up? Um, Just that, you know,
1: I always tell people that have no experience in herbalism to learn about two plants a month. Just, Just try to learn as much as you can. Two plants a month. And that gives you 24 in a year. Or you could do one a month and that gives you 12 in a year. And, um, I, I think that that's a really good place to start. And, 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 uh, you know, look up that book, uh, Herbs for Pets by Greg Tilford. That's a really good one to, you know, just start out with. Oh, and okay. uh, do we, do we know about the forever dog?
0: Yes, we do know about the Forever Dog book. Okay. We have talked about that before, okay. but that one is another one that we will mention again. Yes,
1: get yourself a copy yes. of Rodney and Karen's Forever Dog and yes. um, and read that, uh, you know, the, the herbal section is very small and it's, you know, it's this for that, which is fine because, you know, Rod, Rod, Rodney will tell you he's not an herb expert, but that book is a really good place to start to learn about, um, you know, having a, a, you know, longevity and having a dog that feeding well, feeding a good diet, um, learning about the ins and outs of taking care of your dog. I think Rodney calls it a pet 3.0 parent or something like that, 2.0 <laughs> or 3.0. But it's such a great book. um, And it's a great place to start. So if I was before my book comes out, read The Forever Dog and herbs for pets. And those two will get you started. And um, I think that you can go from there, just be patient with yourself, be patient with your dog. And, and you know, if your dog has any, oh, I will tell you, it takes three days, three days for an herb to adjust itself in your dog's body. So don't judge until three days are over with. You know, if they get a little loose stool the first day, Yep. Don't worry about it, and that's what freaks people out, yep. right? They freak out. Oh God, out, the loose stool! They immediately stop. Yeah. Well, what what yes. would you do if that was you? You'd have to stop everything I mean, that you're doing because, I mean, how many times does a human get loose stool? Hello, TCA exactly. Friday. I'd be like, sorry, nope, yep. you're going home with loose stool. I just saying <laughs> it, right. just saying it, and you know, I'm not afraid to say it. You're going home with loose stool. <laughs> You eat out at a fast food restaurant, you're getting loose stool. Don't tell me you're not. Yeah, you totally You know are. you are. You're you totally in the bathroom are. in like 30 minutes. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Like, what would you do if you looked at your stool like that every day? Mm. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, we want, you know, we want good poopies, right? We, we do. That, However, absolutely. the first 72 hours of anything you start with a dog, unless it's a life-threatening reaction, which I've never seen an herb do, um, not a non-toxic herb, uh, don't. Don't judge. Just give it 72 hours to adjust itself and then start adjusting dosages or or figuring out if it's right for your dog or not. But patience, 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 patience.
0: Yeah. And I would say that if I were you guys, if you're going to start something like this, go ahead and keep a journal and write down what your dog is eating, what the poop looked like, what time they pooped what you're giving, when you give it and anything that you see after that, because keeping a journal can really help start to kind of put some things together that your brain is not going to hold on. Oh, to. no. Your Even if you is think not it meant is. to hold on to everything. No, it's right? not going to yeah. hold
1: on. It's excellent
0: advice. Your Even... brain's going to go, sorry, nope, that doesn't, that that doesn't correlate with anything that you need to know today. So I'm going to get rid of that. So writing it down in that moment will really help tremendously. Yes, it
1: will. And give an overall assessment of how they are. Like what, and oh, another thing, I was teaching my students this the other day. Have an intention for that, either that formula or that herb. What's your intention? Like, what do you want? What are you looking for? You know, and and I think having an intention is really important like kind of giving an herb a job. Like, what, what, why am I giving this in the first place? Just because someone told me to? Or is it for arthritis? Like, what am I do? What am I doing it for? Assess your dog for that particular thing. I, I like to do numbers on a scale of like one to 10 you know, a piece of four when you started. In six to eight to 12 weeks, he needs to be at least two to three numbers up. Otherwise, try something else.
0: All right. See, those are good to know. That is just such good information. I'm totally going to have you back, Um, but I need you to get your damn book done. Thank you. Because... Appreciate that.
1: (laughs) I will not be doing hardly anything from now until April
0: 1st. (laughs) And I need you to get to Nashville... So that we can have a beverage. Excellent. Because everybody, all my listeners know that's my favorite hobby <laughs> is drinking. Um, I spent, look, we had our Christmas gathering yesterday for some friends in our, in our dog speak group. And I made special cocktails and I spent about four hours doing nothing but making drinks. Um, and I was in heaven and I didn't really get to drink much of anything. But um, so my hobby is alcohol. Which is probably not very good for my liver and kidneys.
1: Well, I tell you right now, Nikki, (laughs) that if you want to protect your liver from the the damages of alcohol, then you should just be on milk thistle.
0: Okay, I will get some milk thistle. A milk thistle
1: helps protect the body from the uh, ravages of alcohol. Um, And so you're going to take a seed, the milk thistle seed. Seed. uh, You can take it as a pill and just put it in your diet and leave it there. Oh.
0: You mean the two probiotics and the two prebiotics that I'm on are not going to help with no. that? Cause, <laughs> put in milk thistle. So. You'll be,
1: you won't be sorry.
0: Milk thistle. Yeah. I am getting some today. Yeah, I make Heather take so.
1: milk thistle. She she okay. drinks about two beers a day, and um, which you know is fine. I was going to say that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're making her yeah, take yeah, milk yeah, thistle. Well, I'm, I'm in trouble. But, you know, she's she's 51 <laughs> years old, and she she's Danish. You know, she has dual citizenship okay. in in Denmark. Dan- the Danish people, I'm telling you right now, they drink and they drink hardcore alcohol called Akavit that tastes like sweat socks. Uh, oh, yes, it's God. disgusting. And it's not an it's not up for negotiation that you're drinking it. So it's just you got it. Wow. This is what you're doing. Yeah. So like when she's around the, the her Danish, you know, they all start their meal with Akavit. But other than that, she's a, you know, beer drinking. What do you call it? A beer drinking bitch, I think. Yes. She's a BBB. Oh, she's a triple babe. B babe babe she's a dr- yep yeah you're drinking babe? so i um i uh yeah I, two beers a day times we're gonna go with probably started drinking beer when she was like 13 because she's danish
0: all right times
1: you know what like 38 okay. years we need milk thistle. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. all right then i'm i'm really gonna need some. Milk. <laughs> okay I'm going to buy... Do you have any of that on your on your website? <laughs> no. I'm going to send you a care package. So
1: we're going to be just Thanks. fine. We're going to send you a care package.
0: <laughs> Thank God. Because my Oops. system... Oh God! Thank you so you much so for welcome. being here. You are so welcome, uh, guys. I y'all need to go check her out, and and I know y'all are going to all be sending me emails about when she's going to come back on because it's such a fun. <laughs> I love I love talking with you, and um, right, and this information was amazing. Hey! It really was amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are welcome, um, and listeners, thanks for hanging in there with us. And I hope you really got some really good information out of that. I know you did go back and listen to it again. We'll put everything we have in the show notes so that you guys don't miss that. And uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of the week.